0: I married Dominic Giacoppa. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter. Maybe. Oops, there we go. Uh, Yes. Yes, folks, that was um, our fearless leader implying that Irish people are stupid. Yes, the guy who is um, the least racist, the least discriminatory, the least judgmental, the foreign affairs specialist, calling Irish people stupid, um, or people of Irish descent stupid, so welcome to the uh, Chitty Opinion Podcast, happy St. Patrick's Day, Um, don't forget we're triggering leftists one opinion at a time, and you can join us anytime in doing so, by texting us, or leaving a voice at 339-224-4341, and uh, yeah, so, another slow war. Newsweek, everything's kind of just blurbs, blips, and blurbs. So there's nothing really. It's more of, um, what are we going to go over? What is there to chat about? Um, you know, obviously there's still a war going on in the Ukraine. Shocker. The, um, today, I think the biggest news today was, um, the New York Times, a leftist liberal media outlet, finally admitting that the Hunter Biden laptop is, a... Uh, real, which is odd because that was proven quite a long time ago but I guess it's not real until is that what it is? It's like when people say that you're not officially in a relationship unless it's Facebook uh, official or used to at least and so I guess it's unless the liberal news says so, it's not real I don't know because everybody knows it's real, it's been proven to be real time and again, even by actual uh, real forensic computer specialists but yet everybody wants to ignore it because it's very very incriminating against our president of the united states but you know god forbid you know we actually investigate the corruption and the links between joe biden's family and mostly him and his son in ukraine and china um for some reason you're not familiar The Hunter Biden laptop was uh, one of three laptops that was left to get fixed at a repair shop in Delaware. And Hunter Biden never came back to retrieve it. And after the 90 day uh, grace period was up, it becomes a surrendered abandoned property. And the owner of the computer shop Went through the laptop after he started hearing all this information about the the Trump impeachment trial, where he wanted the president Zelensky of the Ukraine to investigate the corruption between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in Burisma, and I guess the word Burisma triggered this guy, and he said that sounds familiar. Went through when he realized whose laptop it was. He went through the laptop and he found a shitload. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of text emails. And files linking and proving that Joe Biden, despite him obviously saying he didn't have anything to do with it or whatever, meeting with these energy officials over in the Ukraine and some other stuff over in China. I mean, there's a whole bunch of evidence. Now, as we all know, and I hate doing it, but obviously I do, you know, if this was Donald Trump Jr., you know, if he sneezed the wrong way, they would report on it and make a big issue out of it. And Donald Trump is constantly getting investigated for no good reason because they have yet to win a damn case against the guy. They just want him try to. Well, I mean, it's just like when, when people want to just drag you through the mud just so you spend money. They just keep throwing up all these lawsuits to you so you're forced to go to court. And that's all they're doing. I mean, people spent four or five years saying that Trump's a criminal, but he's never been convicted of anything. No one's ever found any actual proof of anything. And it's kind of stupid at this point. It's pretty. It's pretty pathetic. New York City seems to love doing it, despite all the businesses brought into that city. Um, but whatever, it is what it is. But when there's actual evidence and actual proof that everybody has basically seen and you can find for yourself, it's ignored. And the New York Times, I want to say a couple months ago, had done a Freedom of Information Act request to find to get the information on what the I don't know if it was the DOJ or the FBI had for evidence on Donald Biden laptop, and they said they wouldn't be able to get it until twenty twenty three, and then they pulled a lawsuit and that they were going, weren't going to give it to them in a timely manner. I don't know. I mean, this has to. This isn't just, you know, this take down Biden because it is leftist um, or liberal media, but it's also the fact that. You know, if it has something to do with what's going on now in the Ukraine, I mean, people should know. Jen Psaki has spent years, and even before she was speaker, I mean, um, press secretary, uh, denying that this thing even existed, and said it was Russian disinformation. And actually, blamed Trump and dragged Trump into this somehow, and Trump had nothing to do with this. Um, so, I mean, she's been denying it over and over again. I mean, I don't know if she's going to eventually admit that it's—I don't know. No, a real thing whenever like you said like we all know but she said it perfectly aligns with russian disinformation it's like um no but whatever you say um let's see and let's see if i can find the actual information on what the the worthwhile information no that no there isn't it just says you have to sign up for the new york times to get the actual information which i cannot and will not do um So, the um, yeah, so that's real, and the corruption is real, as we all know. So, let's finally see what the leftist media does with this. CNN has denied that this was an actual thing, has said they were going to stick with the storyline. Mainstream media had taken the word of um, former White House, um, I don't know if they were Obama people or Biden people, but it might have been both, whatever took their word for it and said, oh, it wasn't real, it was fake and all this stuff, despite the fact they'd never actually even seen it. And that is pretty pathetic that the media blocked the New York Post when they reported this originally from facebook and twitter saying that they have to do an independent check to see if it was it's you know because they don't it goes against the regulations of hacked material which was already proven it wasn't hacked material and they basically you know shut them down for a couple weeks from posting on social media and i mean they got the it worked because it suppressed during the election it suppressed the story that probably would have hurt Joe Biden, because, you know, God forbid, you know, that if it was a Trump thing, like I said, it would have, they would have been all over it. And they, you know, they even made up lies, you know, to impeach Trump. Um, so this isn't, this, this is just one of those things that, you know, that should be acknowledged and people should know, you know what I mean? If this Because at the time in when all this was going on, billions of dollars disappeared into Ukraine. The president of, or the, I don't know, the president the owner of one, the biggest bank in the Ukraine had lost, managed to lose $1.8 billion. I, I don't know how you lose a $2 billion. You know, I mean, I, I get out bent out of shape if I lose a fiver. You know, and I'm hunting it down. You lose $2 billion and you just kind of shrug your shoulders? No, but I mean, this is also the same cu- country that was sending billions of dollars too. So just for probably could be siphoned back. Into our present politicians' pockets, to be honest with you, um, I mean, we just sent a billion of dollars in a bunch of weapons. So we just sent another uh, approved another fourteen billion dollars to go over there for God knows what. As Zelensky keeps begging countries to start a war with with Russia, which is what he's doing, and it's pathetic. He had this big video that had come out yesterday where he's you know a bunch of people. He did this whole fucking propaganda bullshit crying for help and whatever else and I mean for a guy who sit there who was supposedly a, like a week or two ago was saying you know this may be the last time you hear from me he, he is showing up in a lot of places uh, I find that odd you know he was scared for his life now he's all over the place and if Russia was so good at computer stuff like they were supposedly haired with and get a guy elected I'm sure they can they'd be good enough to hunt down this guy's IP address and find him if they really wanted him so I find that quite amusing, um, but begging for the United States to basically um, have establish a no-fly zone, which is, you know, if you establish a no-fly zone, it's essentially an act of, you know, starting a war because essentially if you own the skies in, in a war, if you, if you own the skies, you own the war. I mean that's essentially what it is, and what you're doing is you're saying that you can't fly here, and if you do, we have the right to shoot you down. That's essentially what it is, and that's what they're asking for. He is literally asking for the United States to start a war with Russia. He sent, he does this video with it's all. I mean, it's horrific stuff to see. I mean, it's people um, and children mangled and dead or whatever else. I mean, it's nothing you, you anybody should see, but it's war, and we know it, and we've all seen it if we've ever watched a war documentary. It's sad starts using speaking and using quotes from Martin Luther King he used another um you know he tries to he did the same thing with Germany today and says well let's just take down this wall you know referencing the Berlin Wall it's kind of a pathetic I think it's a pathetic thing but whatever so he's begging for this help or whatnot and asking these countries to start a war with Russia and at the same time um people are clapping and applauding this which I mean how often do country leaders? Sit in front of other w- world leaders in Congress or whoever else, begging for a war to start, begging for you to start a war, and get applauded for it. I think that's kind of fucked up. I really do. I think it's horrible. I think it's stupid. I think it's crazy. I think there's a lot of fucking hinky shit going on. You know, I mean, you keep you keep we keep being told to you know. To disregard and punish Russian citizens. I mean, they're getting punished. Eric Swalwell, the congressman who slept with a Russian, I mean, a Russian, a Chinese spy for years and didn't know it, uh, asked for Russian people in this country, the students, to be deported or to be kicked out of school. The sports world and tennis, the number one rated. Tennis player going into Wimbledon Is a Russian And they are saying You cannot play Unless you denounce the war A pianist, a world Renowned concert pianist Denounced the war in the Ukraine A while ago and got kicked off the tour Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture, and I'm a huge fan of Tchaikovsky It will not be played at Certain concerts because he's Russian Courses On Um Russian authors are not being taught in schools. You know, and I can't remember the author. What the author's name? Historical author, because he's Russian. I can recall when the when terrorists linked countries were banned from coming to the United States because they were killing Americans and killing people and president trump was called a racist because those countries happen to be muslim people a muslim country excuse me he was called a xenophobe and racist and whatever else and those were from banning people from coming here and hurting our citizens in our country yet somehow we are going to sit here and persecute and oppress russian citizens or excuse me russian-born delegates or people or whatever you want to call them um People with Russian descent and we're gonna um we're gonna persecute them here. This is no different than when you put Japanese in um in camps here and in cages um uh, for being Japanese. You know, they don't they're for committing crimes. This isn't people crossing the border illegally and committing crimes, which is crossing the border illegally, because it's in the word illegally, is a is a crime. And they just want you for being Russian to be persecuted and be and lose your life and your well-being or whatever, and it's the most pathetic and saddest thing uh, I think you could really ask for. I think it's very hypocritical, and it's typical of the hypocritical left. You know where the leftists can say and be racist and say racist things and paint themselves in blackface, but if you are not on their team, they want to cancel you, you. You lose your job and so forth and so on. Um, they love to twist words into their own advantage in whatever else. And that's what they're doing now. They are twisting it so that all Russian people are bad. We have literally bombed and attacked multiple nations uh, o- o- since I've been alive. I was born in 1979. And we've done this over and over and over again. You know, whether it was Iraq, Syria, um, Pakistan wherever and i've always often said that around the world there's a lot more people who aren't fans of us than who are fans of us publicly and a lot of my friends or people might not believe me or in general people in this country who aren't well traveled um also don't believe they think you know they are the greatest people on the planet there's a big ego with this country there's a big ego with a lot of countries a big ego but we're known for having ego but being extremely uneducated on the rest of the world and there's a reason why we're the bullies of the planet we really are but yet you know we could sit there and say tell you to hate this group of people and hate that group of people on the left you know as a leftist and be okay with it but if you know it has nothing to do with us this literally has nothing to do with us as a country. It just has something to do with us as a leader as the leaders of our country, which is probably worse. And you can sit there and condemn anything all you want, but you can't to, to condemn a whole group of people is typical. It is extremely typical. The identity politics of the left is pathetic and it's sad. Because they don't look at it as, you know, a leader doing a bad thing. They look at it as everybody from that country. Now, if we were to, you know, do the same thing and protect another nation maybe or whatever you want to call it. And every person with that blue passport that says United States or has a state license who was seen was condemned. there would be a lot of tears, and a lot of crying in this country, because they wouldn't understand why. And they don't understand why they're hated and disliked. Well, when your politician's pushing to destroy the lives of innocent people because of what their last name is or where they came from, that's all you, All it is. It's not, this isn't a Russia thing, this isn't you know, a Ukraine thing. This is a basic statement. Because of where you came from, your life should be ruined. It's exactly what it is, and if you, a lot of Republicans are getting shit on for saying that's a bad thing to be doing that. They're saying that you're standing with Putin. Apparently, I stand with Putin. I don't. I'm not. I'm only against Putin blowing shit up and killing people. But his. But the other things that he's trying to do, I don't. I don't really have a problem with. I don't. I'm not saying like I am pro Putin. I am saying I am not anti Putin. And that's a difference. If anything, I am anti Zalesny, uh, but I'm not anti Putin. I'm, I'm, I'm not anti Russian. I'm not uh, anti Ukrainians. I'm not anti, but I am anti war. I'm anti killing people and innocent people. And, but I am also anti Zalesny and the whole um, Ukrainian government and what they're mixed up in here trying to force us to hate a group of people i am anti that i'm anti the narrative i am anti the propaganda on both sides and like i said there's always something fishy when the whole of legacy media and their their parrots are repeating the same thing over and over again because when that happens, that means as we know, there's mass media stories that go out to every media group in the in the country, and it literally repeats the same thing word for word for word for word. And if you watch news outlets, whether it's local or national, you'll hear the exact same phrasing and everything. And the government puts these stories out and it's a lot there's enough evidence out there of you to know this where you will see perfectly aligned videos from around the country of these parroted stories now when it is an issue when there's parroted stories and it's one narrative written out that you have to put out so that you can convince people that something is one particular way there's a problem with that because that means it's they're hiding the truth somewhere we all know this and when they don't want to sit there and tell you to look up the actual proof and they want you just to believe them, it's terrible. I mean, you look at the biolab inf- information and stories, it's telling you there's no biolabs there. Well, there are biolabs there. It's the fact that they're trying to, again, redefine the word biolab. The, the, the thought is that you use the word biolab and it's a, a chemical weapons thing. No one said that, just said biolab. And all of a sudden you're scared. You literally do have li- uh, labs there with, you know, um, biological laboratories. That's all it is. It's a biolab. You have laboratories there with um, deadly diseases, deadly chemicals that you that the narrative now is from, okay, the, the propaganda supposedly from Russia is that they're developing chemical weapons in the Ukraine at these biolabs to use against the Russians, which I think is a stretch. But I could see why they would think that because they all happen to be in the Ukraine, the gateway to Russia. And there's 26 of these labs, which still blows my mind. that There's so many of them. And the storyline here is multiple things. They're veterinary clinics. They're teaching how to be safe. Blah 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 blah. The newest narrative is that they, they, because that they do house anthrax and all these deadly viruses and chemicals, chemical war type things. And the, what they're doing is they're trying to find ways to. Um, it's almost like they're collecting a bunch of snakes, and and their anti-venom to tell you how to combat these a potential, for biological war now what i find interesting here is that when the ukraine has it has these things it's just research and protection if russia gets their hands on it it becomes a weapon so what it's only a weapon one way okay, because the way you use it no it's still the same thing it's like a bullet you know you give a bullet to a, a murderer it's still a bullet that murdered somebody it's still a weapon You give a bullet to a hunter or somebody uses it for self-defense and just keeps it in the drawer and might never, ever use it again. It might just shoot targets. It's still a murder weapon. Whether it was murdered somebody or not, it's still a weapon that can murder. Excuse me. So there is no difference. This This is what they're trying to tell you, though. They're trying to tell you there's a difference between it being in the Ukraine and it being in Russia. No, anthrax can still kill you regardless. And the point being is, it's like um, if these labs are taken over and God forbid there's an escape of these chemicals, then you're fucked. And that's what Tulsi Gabbard and I forget who else, um, Tucker Carlson, were saying. So yes, it's biological material in a laboratory, a bio lab. So stop redefining things. It's pathetic. Some also new information came out this week about the um, hand-picked Supreme Court no- nominee Ketanji Ketan- yeah. Ketan Brown Jackson, who is a black female, and that's exactly what spe- the president specifically wanted. There was research done by a I don't know if it was a congressman or a senator about you know going back in her history, so we can you know you got to do your due diligence with these people when you vet them. She has a and I read about this and I read this and. I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, I can't see it being lies because it's, it's, it's stuff that can be proven. And he did the homework and found out that this woman has quite the terrible record when it comes to protecting um, child predators and people taught with child porn and things along those lines. She protects them. She oversees the law in the... Um, by changing the rulings on their sentencing and so forth. There are some quotes that I want to see if I can find. Uh, and, of course, the White House says, this is a toxic and weakly presented misinformation that relies on taking cherry-picked elements of a record out of context and buckles under the lightest scrutiny. But I'm going to see if I can find the quotes from some of her cases. They're pretty. Um, I mean, it do, I don't care if she's done a thousand cases, and this is only twenty of them. Okay, if you have a record um, of advocating for child predators and people who view child pornography, she then I, then I, you're not fit for it. You shouldn't be on the Supreme Court because you want to let. Child predators go and sex offenders go saying that they it leads to a stigmatization, a stigmatization and ostracism of child predators or people who watch child pornography. Um, she says that it makes a, um, a public visual of uh, climate of, of, of fear. These are quotes. Hatred and revenge against sex offenders. Um, they should be. They're children. I'm sorry. There's children. There, there's certain things in this world that are off limits, and children are it. Um, she has questioned sending dangerous sex offenders to civil commitment. Um, and, you know, there's a civil commitment law in Missouri, and it protects the children. This is the, I'm sorry, the congressman is from Missouri. Um, Judge Jackson advocates for drastic change in how the law treats sex offenders by eliminating the existing mandatory minimum sentence for child porn. Judge Jackson has said that some people who possess child porn are in this for either the collection or the people who are loners and find status in their participation in the community. What community? The child porn community? Um, Judge Jackson has opined... There may be a type of less serious child pornography offender whose motivation is not sexual but is the challenge or to use the technology. What is a less serious child porn offender? If you, even if you're not fondling the kids yourself, you are advocating it by purchasing it and getting the, 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 the videos and the content out there. You're making people make more content. So, you know, it's just like... What? What? She mistakenly assumed that child pornography offenders are pedophiles. Oh, she said, excuse me. And she wanted to understand this category of non-pedophiles who obtain child pornography. (sighs) On the federal branch, Judge Jackson put the troubling views into action. In every single child porn case for which we can find records, Judge Jackson deviated from the federal sentencing guidelines in favor of the child porn offenders. In the case of United States v. Hawkins, the sex offender had multiple images of child porn. He was over 18. The sentencing guidelines called for a sentence of up to 10 years. Judge Jackson um, sentenced the perpetrator to only three months in prison. In the United States a Stewart, the criminal possessed thousands of images of child porn. It also hoped to travel across state lines to abuse a 9-year-old girl. The guidelines called for a sentencing of 97 to 121 months. Judge Jackson sent the criminal to just 53 months. In United States versus Cooper, in which criminal had more than 600 images and videos and posted many on public blog, the guideline called for sentencing 155 to 188 months. Judge Jackson settled on 60 months, the lowest possible sentence allowed by law. United States versus Chazin, the offender had 48 files of child porn in which he had accessed over a period of years. The guidelines recommended 78 to 97 months. Judge Jackson gave him 28. United States versus Downs, the perp, posted multiple images to anonymous instant messaging apps, including an image of a child under the age of five. The guidelines recommended 70 to 87 months. Judge Jackson gave him the lowest sentence allowed by law, 60 months. United States v. Sears, the sex offender, distributed more than 120 child porn videos. He also sent lewd pictures of his own ten-year-old daughter. The guideline recommended 97 to 121 months in prison. Judge Jackson gave him 71 months. Okay, first of all, these recommended guidelines are fucking too low. Sorry, because a lot of these people come out and reoffend, whether it's actually molest kids again, or I'm gonna, I'd love to be able to find the stats on reoffenses on this, or they just they're repurchasing. This material. The United States vs. Savage, the sex offenders convicted of travel with intent to engage in illicit sexual content and also admitted to transporting child porn. The guidelines recommended 46 to 57 months. Judge gave him 37. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry, but when you, you, you this is the party, you, know, you hear me say it all the time. This is a pedophile party. Democrats and liberals and leftists are the pedophile people in this country. And obviously, it's, it's pedophiles on both sides. But the left is way more open about advocating about grooming children, um, protecting pedophiles, which they've done in the CIA recently. They've done in a lot of um, a lot of cases with politicians. Um, Prince Andrew is an example. They do it with um, Epstein. They've done it with the Clintons. They've done it with numerous people. They've made up stories on um, to take other people down which i call deflection type of thing um there is enough uh evidence i mean we we got a president that sniff that gets caught sniffing children every second he gets literally on video sniffing kids it's disgusting and squeezing and pinching them there's video of him pinching a little girl and talking something filthy into her ear and it's been proven um it's fucking gross and it's terrible And now they want someone who's going to be on the Supreme Court who is sympathetic with people who watch and purchase child pornography. I'm sorry. I, I mean, if you listen to me enough or you know me, you know my thing on children, sex trafficking, and all that stuff, and pedophiles and everything. I think it's horrendous. I think it's disgusting. I think it's the most wrong fucking thing you could possibly do. I do not like this stuff that has to do with Fucking with kids I really don't I mean and it, I, I shouldn't be the There shouldn't be it a, a, shouldn't be a, a political side thing But it's turned into one And it's clearly Obvious it has the There's been more There's been more stories In conservative news If you can find it It doesn't get oppressed About these Pedophile rings Getting Getting um, Busted And things like that Like for instance There was a pedophile In sex trafficking ring That got busted in florida just yesterday and you know four people from who worked at disneyland were part of it a judge you know and a bunch of you know obviously a hundred other people hundred and nine people i think were caught i mean it's not i'm gonna see if it's actually on cnn right now um and see if they mention it i mean people who work for um disney world get caught doing this shit all all the time i mean honestly i don't know um, it's not If it's not in their record, they're not going to get caught. I mean, there's no, there's no way to really vet it. But obviously these people want to work w- in places with um, kids. You know, I'm going to do a search on CNN out of curiosity Um see if they covered the story. They sh- I'm thinking they did. I just didn't see it on there when I looked. Let's see. 516. Students around the world make stand against modern slavery. Biden marks reauthorization of violence against women act. Texas County no, women charged with fake, nope, nothing, not one story on the sex trafficking ring busted in Polk County, Florida, not one, I just did a search, um, let me actually let me try again, let me do, try to change the words, I'll do Polk County, Polk, oops, country, eh, county, and see what pops up, nothing, nope, nothing since last week. These big media companies not covering these things is, I think, is absolutely pathetic because we've already seen this year what this administration has done and weaponized the DOJ and the FBI against parents who are trying to protect their kids and against these school systems who are trying to take parental rights away and educating their children. Um, James Klug put out a video where he walks around and um, like manhattan beach and venice beach this week asking people what they feel about the um, don't say gay law in um bill in florida which has nothing to do with saying gay at all um where they want to prevent kids from kindergarten to third grade which would be what five to seven three to seven four to seven eight years old or eight years old whatever the fuck it is and um from being taught how to taught about uh sexuality to being gay and um, all those things and people are saying that this is you know, the most impressionable time for kids they should be you know and it's uh, it's bullying kids no this is the most impressionable time for kids for you to sit there and indoctrinate them and teach them about shit that they don't give a fuck about I've never heard a kid sit there and wonder about this shit and ask about it at all ever I don't have any kids but I've been around them my friends have kids nobody I've known cousins nothing ever this is part of grooming children it's an it's a anti-grooming law it is. And so he went around and asked people. And there's people who were like the teachers that he actually found who, and did he asked, And they were all about it. And there's ones who, just wonderful woman who's saying that it shouldn't be and it should be about the parents. Actually, I'm going to see if I can find a quote from her real quick because it's actually speaks so well on it. She's so smart and eloquent about it. Um, and it's actually a really great clip to listen to. Where is it? There it is.
1: That's right, and it should be banned.
0: Why do I-
1: Nobody should be talking to anybody's child about, about sexuality except their parents.
0: But we have come across people
1: today that are saying absolutely teach them K through third grade I have no idea about transgenderism and transgen- Transitioning as it's G-mobile inclusive, sucks. they said. What do you think? No, because I think when you're a child, you're already inclusive. You don't know. Little boys will hug little boys. Little girls will hug little girls. You can mold a child to anything. You can mold a child to be racist. Mm-hmm. You can mold a child to be um, sexually inclusive to others. You can, a child can be molded because that's their mindset. They're, they're young. Mm-hmm. Just let them grow. There would not have been. I wish somebody would have come to my child in the second grade, kindergarten, whatever, and trying to teach them about sexuality. Oh, no, you don't. Not acceptable. Yeah. Because now you're bridging the gap of, Parental rights you're a teacher teach my child teach my child school things, I don't think that's right And, and it should I be agree, banned.
0: and I mean I don't why anybody shouldn't agree now here's a, a clip now He's got a YouTube channel go on his YouTube channel, but he does these great videos um, These are just clips, but here's uh, One teacher supporting it hold on let me find it here real quick, and you can hear a teacher what, what the fuck is it? Dude, is it an Instagram that sucks banning. or my phone? Teaching
1: children about you know multiple genders that boys can transition absolutely, into girls. Absolutely, um, We're so human you think beings. That's a good idea? We have our rights. Well, I think it should be an open conversation. If you're not teaching it, you should be open to talking about it at least. Banning the conversations that aren't age appropriate, like for example, yeah, transitioning your gender with, that. with like surgeries. I don't Pre-K agree. through third grade. You don't yeah. agree with banning that pre-K through third that's grade. Is that right. correct? That's right. Do you support that, or do you not support I don't that? Don't support it at all. I mean, the kids need to learn. They need to be educated about history, you know, about any type of, um, sex, you know, sexual orientation, things like that. What do you think? Do you think we should be talking to children about transgenderism yeah, or no? no? No, you should not be. Talk- what grade are you teaching? I teach preschool. Would you teach about uh, multiple genders and transgenders I in preschool? Specifically teach about it, but I would include it because. I'm not really teaching at preschool. I'm including things for children to talk about and bring up. Do you think that's appropriate to talk to children about As- transitioning their gender? Absolutely. If it's
0: All right, she teaches preschool, and she's talking about she would include it in her courses or whatever. I mean, preschool, you should be learning how to write you what color red is and all that shit, and learn how to speak properly um, and have fun and play nicely with people and treat people fairly. Not teaching them about, um, you know, who you might want to have sex with when you're old enough when you need to have sex and understand it. Um, that's preschool, I'm sorry. These people should not be teaching. How they get away with this and having this open opinion and people accepting it and governments accepting it, not obviously not all of them. But like advocating for this, the White House advocates for this is fucking disgusting it's disgusting all right if if you really uh, talk to a sexual uh, sexually abused uh, victim and find out how they feel about it there's ones who live normal lives obviously and go on and there's a lot that don't and regardless the ones that I've I'm friends with ones who were sexually abused and, and they were re- they're really good friends of mine and they go on and live a normal life but you know what? it's still on their mind they still know they still know the trauma is in there okay I'm sorry but it's not okay. It's just not. And this this advocacy for this shouldn't even be a fucking thing to discuss. And it just, it makes me sick. It really does. It really makes me sick. You know, majority of my work is with teenagers. And this is after they've already gone through a lot of crazy shit and they're starting to transition into adulthood. And I see the pains they go through. I couldn't imagine The ones who had gone through this type of stuff when they were younger, in the pains that they're going through, you know, in teenage years that are affecting their lives, Um, it's just a fucking horrible thing. It's it's horrible. So, anyway, um, another story here. Dr. Fauci popped up out of nowhere today, and he's after he's been in hiding for the past couple months, and he says um, it may be necessary to reinstitute COVID restrictions to stop an additional surge. There is a surge going on in China right now. I don't give a fuck about these surges. I don't think they've already taken a poll on this uh, or whatever, and I don't even think you have to poll it. I think you just look and talk to people and see that a majority of people don't give a fuck anymore. They don't this is part there's going to be surges just like anywhere else this is like a pre-prep to be to control you again after midterms when they can sit there and say oh we want our seats back because we you went back to normal and if the democrats win the seat back we can sit there and fucking control you some more again um if it's going to be just like the flu which it is and it's going to be part of our regular lives yes there's going to be surges that's the way it fucking goes it's already been proven these past couple of years when there was plenty of quote predictions that's um of People who were basic and knew every place in the country that would have a surge because they have the same surges when it came to anything with the seasonal stuff and why. You know, whether it's a surge in the summertime in Florida or in August because everybody's indoors and in close in close quarters, you get sick. If whether it's the same thing in everywhere else in the winter in the north, where everybody's indoors because it's wintertime and you're in close quarters and when you get sick, it's just the way fucking the world works in nature. Works, um, it's pretty pathetic. I think it's a sad, sad excuse, again, to sit there and control you. Uh, I found this interesting little tidbit of story you might want to listen to. Speaking of sexual abuse. My concealed carry is because I've been a victim of sexual assault. I've been a victim of random assault. I've been a victim of domestic abuse. Uh, And I refuse to be a victim again. Um, I don't carry because I want to harm others. I carry because I don't want to be harmed. Um, My right to defend myself shouldn't change simply because of my physical location.
1: I've said it many times um, that I'm a gun owner, I'm a hunter, and I'm a a proud Democrat.
0: Um, I don't need to carry my gun on me at all times to feel safe. I don't. I don't walk around, run around, and drive around worried about somebody's going to shoot me. Or somebody's going to hurt me, or somebody's going to do whatever. Why even walk around at that point? Stay home, behind closed doors. All right. So that was um, Senator Contreras, Democrat Senator Senator Contreras from Arizona, basically telling a woman who has been multiple multiple times sexually assaulted, um, that whose fears, you know, f- out in public, which a lot of women do. I tell every girl who goes into a major city on her own or even with her just other girlfriends always carry weapons. I've given weapons to friends, whether it was stun guns, um, little stabby things that you put on your keychains or um, pepper spray, which I prefer mace if I can get it because it's illegal in Massachusetts. And I tell them, you know, always prepare yourself because that's I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's a reality that's. Um, you know, people prey on weaker people, you know, and men are typically stronger than women. And this woman wants to, this is a Senate Judiciary Committee uh, hearing or meeting, I think, on passing a bill, HB 2316, <coughs> in Arizona for people to um, conceal carry or open carry. I'm not sure which one it is, but basically having uh, a gun in public places because they don't feel safe and he's basically telling this woman to because you're scared of being assaulted again and again that you should just stay home these fucking people are so out of touch it's unfucking believable and it's disgusting and you know continuing with the out of touch we have another great clip here of um uh, our trans secretary of transportation Mr. Pete Buttigieg the man who stood there and told all of us to go out and spend you know $60,000, $50,000 on an electric car um Great clip from him. here.
1: And they continue to soar across this country. Uh, You know, can the public transportation system, as it's situated today, can it handle potential influx of people that just can't afford to drive to work anymore? Talk to us about some of the investments you have started to make in infrastructure here uh, from the public transport side.
0: Well we do have a lot of capacity in public transit uh, and that's something that uh, you know I, I hope becomes a, uh, a means of choice uh, alongside driving, that people have
1: good options and good affordable options to get to where they need to be. Uh, look, we, we need to make
0: sure that there is less pressure on family budgets from transportation, which is often the second biggest budget item after housing itself. One of the tools that, that, that we have in our toolkit to do that. Okay, so potentially, um Obviously he said they'll take public transportation alongside driving. I mean pushing again, public transportation is this I mean this places that don't even have buses for the kids. I mean they walk, which is fine. Alright, there so if they don't have buses for kids, what do you think the chances are this there's public transportation for majority of Americans? Like where? If you live near a major city like this public transportation in my town, because I'm 10 miles from from a major city, and then if you go to the next town over, it doesn't exist. If you go one go one town north, it doesn't exist. Same thing if you go east or west. Actually, you no, know, they they do have them east or west. You go any more north, they don't. So you go on the other side of 95, they don't. Um, for a lot of places, and. That's why people who live in those areas do take a lot of public transportation and that's why people who don't live near public transportation drive, which is the majority of the people. Never mind the people who live in rural areas, which is you know, I don't know, a huge chunk of this fucking nation, maybe not population wise, but area wise. This administration is so out of touch. It's it's disgusting. They have no understanding of how people live, who the people are that is, you know that that make up a majority of this country don't have a clue it's absolutely pathetic it's stupid and it's I don't know I I just think it's uh, it's such a a I think it's disgraceful is really what it comes down to the what is this let's let's listen to this real quick here
1: criminal pounding of the
0: ukrainian population that this isn't a fu- force on force thing this is uh something that again uh is a com we talked about it yesterday It's a combination of of the spanish civil war the the takedown of uh, czechoslovakia and then
1: the full invasion of poland well you know until poland the whole world sort of
0: looked aghast uh criminal counter- i have no idea what that guy just said <laughs> do you i just want to dig into that a little bit more on the covid relief this will
1: be your third time. My third pat- time, what, asked about COVID relief? Yeah. Well, it's, it's substantive. You like substantive questions, so I just want to yeah, make well, sure Yeah, well, people are dying in Ukraine and all of that, yeah. You know, people are dying maybe. from COVID, too. Um, the... Do you plan to offset uh, it? How do you... How yeah, do you, we have to offset it. You do have to offset we it. We have to offset it, and that's what we'll have to go to, and I would hope that the sensitivities of those to any offset would be... Uh, the equity would be weighed as to what we need to do to save lives and livelihood, and prevent the creation of a new variant. Yeah, it would be offset. You Disappoint. I, I mean, yeah, that what is. is your we don't have it right now. That we don't have it right now. We have everything else right now. that We don't have it right what now. Is your message to those colleagues who nitpick kind of over that. Over that. Uh, I've communicated my message to them. Okay.
0: <laughs> Okay, so that was an, uh, um, a reporter asking Nancy Pelosi about COVID. And all she wanted to care about was Ukraine and people dying in the Ukraine. So now, uh, magically, they don't care about COVID at all. She basically just hushed him up and, you know, and berated him right off the bat about him asking COVID questions. And she kind of just brushed him off. And you heard it right there. I mean, dude, and people say, oh, it's not politicized. Don't politicize. I mean, sorry, but they. Um, they politicized it. I mean, sorry, but they did. There's a story going around that says, and I read it, it says um, there's a new Maryland law that would allow, that, that was been presented, a bill that would be pre- uh, presented that would allow babies to be killed up to 28 days after birth. And it's um, Bill SB 669. And I read it. I'm confused by it. But I could see that essentially what it was was changing a rule on... Um, let's see, it says this bill will prevent investigations and legal penalties for abortions at any point in the pregnancy and um, prenatal deaths caused by failure to act, which ex- extend from 22nd week of gestation through the 28 days after birth. So that's the one part, only part that I understood. So essentially, the um, if you didn't ab- abort prior to that, you will not be considered a criminal if you decide to get rid of your baby 28 days uh, after birth, um, within the 28 days after birth, because there is a cutoff to where, like, it's an actual, like, it's clearly a baby. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big abortion person or whatever else. I think this should be allowed, and I think it should be a time period. I think it should be, like, 15 weeks, and after that, you're fucked. What this is saying is you have up to... I don't know, apparently from the 22nd week on, you can't get an abortion. I don't know. I've heard you can get them up to birth. I have no idea. But they're saying that once the, even the baby's born, you can still kill the baby. And you won't be prosecuted and, as a murderer. Um, I think it's disgusting. I think it's horrible. And I think there's a lot of people out here who would love to have children and can't. And that uh, would do great with that. Um, oh, wow. And that's a fucking wonderful book. There's a I wish I could find this Nancy Pelosi clip, but I can't. And maybe that, the one I showed was the one that was it. Um, what is this? Let's see what um, oh, let's see what Joy Reed has to say, the most racist person in the news.
1: Wouldn't that just invite Putin to come in and lop off more chunks of Ukraine? That's what they've been doing since 2014. Um, wouldn't that just invite Putin to come in and lop off more chunks of Ukraine? That's what they've been doing since 2014.
0: All right. So, you know, she's basically saying since Obama was in office, um, Ukraine was being, uh, Russia was attacking these other pieces of Ukraine, which is talking about Crimea, and then he took a four year break. (laughs) Oh, what is this? Anyway, so that's the news. That's what's going on. Um, Oh, yes, the guy who was afraid to get killed is visiting a hospital. A video of him visiting a hospital where he met um, families of people who were wounded and yada, yada, yada. I just don't get it. This guy literally says he's scared for his life. And he's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, um, that's basically what's going on in the news this week. There's nothing huge, nothing. Groundbreaking, uh, nothing that's gonna directly affect our our dinner tonight. So <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, at this point, it's just like it's just so much tr- trash news. You know, we're not getting the real news that we want. We're not getting, ac- you know, we are. We're getting it factual news, but you gotta kind of like find and pick your own pieces and whatever else. But um, it's pretty, pretty pathetic that um we can't get the proper stories of what's going on in the ukraine we can't get proper stories of what's going on with hunter biden's laptop we can't get the proper fucking stories going on with inflation um the things that actually those you know especially the things that affect our lives because now we're looking at a stagflation go to to occur and it's like all right gas prices are have gone down a little bit at least around here um but that's all probably going to be temporary. I'm assuming. I don't know. There's um, we just spent more money, so that means inflation is going to rise again, and shit's going to keep costing us more money. And that was what it was. It was a video of Nancy Pelosi saying that um, signing these bills and spending more money is going to lower the deficit. Um, I. Imagine if we all lived our, our lives thinking that. Well, let's see. I'm in fifty thousand dollars debt. I owe, you know, my school this and my school that, and yet the best way to accomplish that is to rack up all my credit cards on top of it. It makes no fucking sense at all. The bullshit they're trying to trying to sell us about inflation. I mean, first they said it was necessary. Now they're saying that they're getting rid of it by spending more money, and trying and people believe this, and then there's people saying, "Oh, no, you don't know how the economy works." Well, you don't know how inflation works, and that's how inflation works. Can't print money. I've gone uh, over this numerous fucking times. So yes, she had said that you know we're spending more money. Well, we're gonna it'll, it'll lower inflation. It's bullshit, and if people believe it, then that's that's bullying you for being stupid. Um, we all see it. We all are affected by it, and it's part of our lives at this moment. So. Whatever it's leading to is whatever it's leading to. But anyway, thank you for listening. Um, this was our shitty opinion. Triggering leftist one uh, opinion at a time. I was trying to come up with another tagline, actually. I think it was, um, I think it was, if the government says it's so, then it's probably not. So I don't know. It is what it is. But don't forget, you can leave a text or a voicemail at 339 224 4341. Thank you for listening, until next time.